No good news to report on Syria. The violence there continues, and now there are concerns about al-Qaeda infiltrating Syrian rebel groups. Large parts of the key city of Aleppo are reportedly under the control of one al-Qaeda affiliate. And what about the human toll of the fighting now in its 21st month? According to activists, more than 40,000 people have been killed, and the United Nations says more than half a million Syrians have sought refuge in neighboring countries and in North Africa as well. Melissa Fleming is a spokesperson for the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. She says many of those refugees have made a harrowing journey. We have accounts from Jordan at the border where people are arriving frozen from, you know, awful rain uh, that's very cold. They just have the clothes on their back, very flimsy clothes. They're arriving with babies. Kids are coming without their parents. In many cases, we have people who are injured and often gravely, so they head you know, directly to the hospital. They're people who are targeted en route. So not only have they made this awful decision that they can't take it anymore, the violence is so bad in their hometown that they're going to make for the border but they're getting targeted as they flee in some cases. Mm, So the so-called lucky ones who get across the border, where do they go and what do they do when they get there? Well, we have to congratulate the neighboring countries because they've kept their borders open uh, to people coming across, and that is an enormous gift for people having to, to suffer this kind of violence. Escaping a country to seek asylum, there should be safe passage, and we're appealing to all sides to allow people at least to flee. You spoke of the freezing rain earlier. I mean, it's bound to be cold in these refugee camps now. What are the basic needs? These are countries that uh, one usually associates with sunshine and, and warmth and desert, but deserts get very cold at night. It gets wet in the winter. And there are refugee camps. These are spaces where there was nothing before in Jordan. The places where people are living, it was just a big, huge strip of flat land And we've been building tents, and now we're building even kind of prefab structures that can be dismantled and perhaps one day taken along to Syria if the peace ever comes and reestablished there. You know, there are tons of children coming over. 60% we're saying right now are little kids, and there are a lot of old people too. So obviously the needs for them are are much higher. Now, Melissa, you visited these camps in Turkey and Jordan. What's interesting is that only about 40 percent of the Syrian refugees are in these camps. Where are the others, 60 percent? That's correct. Most refugees are going to live in cities, to live in villages, to live in the communities. They're either renting spaces or, you know, what I've witnessed in many places, uh, in Lebanon, for example, people are just offering their spare rooms or, you know, taking their barn or their garage and trying to help with our help refurbish it so that it it can accommodate families. These are people with very little means themselves often living in poverty. So not only do we need to help the refugees, but we need to help the people who are helping the refugees. Turkey alone, though, when you look at it, has 14 refugee camps and they continue to build, you know, refugee camps as fast as they can. As soon as one is built, it's filled almost within moments. So it is really, really stretching the resources of the neighboring countries. Now, when you were in those camps in Turkey and Jordan, I'm sure that people had some incredible stories. What kinds of things were they telling you about their flight? The stories, I think, that really stay with me are the stories of the children, children who have seen their friends die in front of them, Children who said uh, they've lost their house, it burned down. 
along with family members with them. It's really hard to fathom how a, a child can go through that and then move on. You know, these are the innocents involved and they've made it out to safety. They have a chance for a new life, but they've lost so very much. Melissa Fleming, the spokesperson for the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. She's been working with the more than half a million Syrians who have fled to refugee camps in neighboring countries. Melissa, thanks very much. Thank you.